0: One of the hardest things about homeschooling is trying to be the teaching parent in the midst of going through a hard or challenging season. And I'm not just talking about a hard day of homeschooling. I mean a hard season of life when you have the storms happening, when you have sickness, when you have depression, when you might have a death in the family, when you have a major move, even a joyous time when you have a newborn and you're still just trying to get rest, but it's stressful adding that to the family or just any of those things that are s- challenging that the Bible tells us we're going to have those challenges, but it's even harder when you're the homeschool mom and your child's education falls on your shoulder. Well, in this episode, we're just gonna talk about the realities of that, and then what can we do? And I pray that this episode will be an encouragement for you, and I hope that you know that you're not going through this alone. So if that is something that you are feeling right now, know that I am sending this out to you in love. So go ahead and grab some hot tea, get a cozy blanket, and just take a moment to rest and be encouraged. Just like the safety instructions on an airplane, we must secure our own oxygen mask before helping others. Well, this is your reminder to put your oxygen mask on. Hi, I'm Inga, a certified life coach and educator with over 30 years of experience in curriculum and instruction. As a homeschooling mom of four, I understand the challenges and the overwhelm that can come from trying to juggle it all well, in this podcast, we'll explore practical tips to prioritize our holistic well-being and simple steps to make homeschooling a little bit easier so you can stress less and enjoy more. Sometimes, we just need a reminder to take a pause, prepare, and recover from the demands of homeschooling and life. To be still and remember that He is God and that we can do all things, and that includes homeschooling our children through Christ who strengthens us. So friend, I pray that you will take this moment to catch your breath to another episode of the catch your breath podcast. If this is your first time joining me, thank you so much for giving me a little bit of your podcast space. And if you're back again, what's up, how are you doing? Thank you for coming back again. And today we're going to talk about what can be a tough subject to talk about. And it's really about how do we homeschool in the midst of a challenging season? It could be death in the family, it could be sickness, prolonged sickness, it could be moving, it could be bouts of sadness or depression. There are so many different things that can make it challenging. One of the things we're going to talk about today is recognizing that even if I don't list your thing that's challenging, if you are going through a challenging season and it's not on the list of things we're talking about, it still counts. Because whatever is challenging to you is challenging to you. So We're going to talk about that a little bit, but before we dive into our topic for today I want to check in with you how are you doing I've been having a lot of conversations with moms just like you just like me who are going through challenging times and challenging seasons and whether it's some external thing that is happening or something internally it's all hard it is all tough And I want to give you the space to check in with yourself. I want to remind you that it is imperative that you are taking a moment to see how you're doing and to give yourself what you need. And if you're not sure what that is, that might be the clue that I just need to stop. The Bible says to be still and know that I am God. And so sometimes as we're going and we're moving and we have all of the things happening, we're not giving ourselves an opportunity to be still. And in that stillness, we can be honest with ourselves about the things that are happening and the challenges that we're experiencing. We can give ourselves some grace to recognize that however we're handling it is however we're handling it. Um, I was going through something and I text one of my friends and it was really encouraging for her to say yeah it's really hard and we can do all things through Christ and it's still hard and so we can have that scripture and we can remember that God is with us and he is for us and at the same time still feel sad about what's going on or feel challenged or um want to cry if you are in that space where you feel like crying is just therapeutic for you or you're you are trying to push those tears away that might be the thing that you need to start to really process what it's making you cry and why you're feeling that way. I just want you to know that no matter what you're going through and No matter how challenging it is, you are not the only one going through it and it is important that you recognize that. So as we're having this episode, I pray that if this is speaking to you directly and you know that you're in that season, that you will stop and ask yourself what you need and then give it to you. And if it's somebody within your family that you do the same thing. So in today's topic, we're just looking at trying to still be an effective teaching parent to our children when there are some major challenges or there are some struggles or quite honestly life's storms because that happens we we all have these storms that come up so what do we do know that your storm may look different than someone else's it will look different than someone else's but I know for a long time when I was going through the things that I was going through there was this constant me trying to remind myself that people had it worse off than I did. So I had no right to react the way or feel or, or think that that was a thing because I thought it could be much worse. And for as long as I stayed in that place, I wasn't able to truly give myself what I needed because I was dealing with the guilt of, why do you feel like this? And this this is not that big of a deal. And that's just never helpful and so whatever it is that you're feeling I hope you will recognize that it is a challenge you acknowledge that that it's hard and then you give yourself some grace with however you're handling it if you are in that place right now where you aren't getting any words out because you're crying all the time that you will give yourself grace to know that that's where you are but what do you do what are some practical things because what I know is because there are so many things happening when it's happening that one of the things that affects us the most is the guilt that we are not doing enough for our children is the guilt that I should be able to hold it together to give them that they are suffering and struggling and their education is suffering and struggling because of the thing that I'm going through. And so I want to encourage you that your children will be okay. As we're talking about some of the things to do, remember that it is key that you are taking care of yourself. So what can you do? Have scripture around. Meditate on scripture. You can even make meditating on scripture are part of the lesson where they're writing it down doing copy work with it or you guys are discussing it and going deeper into the words and just saying why is this such a comfort during this time you can take a different scripture every day and meditate on that or you can take the same scripture and meditate on it and say okay we're going to commit this to memory and we're just going to have this in our spirit those are the things where we have to stand firm on is those scriptures And understand that when we have those scriptures, it doesn't mean that we don't feel our feelings. We don't need to feel. I used to feel guilty um, because I felt like I should be stronger and I shouldn't have those feelings. And I just think that that didn't serve. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve the situation. It doesn't make it better. And that's not what we're working towards. And then it's you have to accept the situation it's okay to recognize that you're in a tough season. And it's okay, it's even more, it's okay and it's normal to not have every single thing figured out. So you can accept that, okay, this is a hard time. This is a challenging time. You can accept your emotions and say, these are the things that I'm feeling right now. And then I think, that then allows you to then take the next step. If you're if we're so busy trying to tell ourselves that we are not feeling what we're feeling, we're not experiencing what we're experiencing. The thing is not going that's happening is not happening. We don't give ourselves an opportunity to actually then move to the next step of what what should we do? And acceptance, acceptance of that situation actually can help you in reducing your stress and your anxiety because you're able to now deal with reality rather than pushing it away, or worse, pushing it down and not dealing with it. As a homeschooling mom, one of the things that we have to do during these challenging seasons is to adjust our expectations. It's crucial for us to adjust our expectations of what homeschooling will look like during this time. We can understand that productivity and progress might be slower and that's perfectly fine when we expect to continue to move at the same level that we went before this thing has happened to us and we expect it of ourselves, we expect it of our children, then a lot of times there's a lot of tension there. there's a lot of anxiety and now we feel worse because we're pushing against something and our children feel it as well. And so now we're going to bed feeling the guilt of the day On top of the struggle and the hard thing that we're going through. So, we want to first accept the situation and then we want to adjust our expectations. The next thing that we want to do is a very practical thing that can feel challenging to do because it's hard to trust that this is going to work out, but it's okay to simplify the curriculum. You can consider simplifying your curriculum or even adopting a more flexible homeschooling curriculum. And in these cases, it might be something that you need to do where it takes a lot of the planning and the preparation off from you. And so it may not be something that you absolutely positively love, but that may be what you need in the the season. So for instance, Easy Peasy is an online curriculum that a lot of people don't love it just because of the I wouldn't say lack of creativity, but there's, it's already all planned for you. So you're not really doing things outside of it. You can add to it absolutely but many times when I tell people that they're kind of like oh well it has this it's kind of online but you can think of it as this is just a season if you're still feeling like I need to make sure that they're doing some things I don't have capacity in which it's okay to say in this season I don't have capacity you can say well let's see we can use something like easy peasy that's already been done for us and there's some other curriculum like that but you just want to look for how can I simplify it how can I make some different choices how can I utilize some resources that are really less intensive and that require less of my effort are more self-guided for your children and give yourself an understanding that if it's not something that you absolutely love it's just for a season it's just till you get over the hump it's just till you get to the other side and know that many of the ones that are out there are effective and even if they're not as pretty or they don't offer as much creativity as some of the things that you have done they still can work for you and your family Next thing you want to do is prioritize well-being and that's the well-being of you and your family. So if the thing is happening to all of you together, then remember that they are all experiencing it and they are all going through the emotions, the feelings, all of the things that you're going through. And so they will need the support And all of what I'm just talking about, they'll need an opportunity to accept the situation to adjust their expectations. If it's just happening to you, remember that even though they might not go through exactly what you're going through, they are going through it with you. They're feeling the results of that. And so because of that, and the reason why I say that is because sometimes it's easier for us to take care of ourselves for our children, because we know we need to be there for them. And if that's in the space where you are right now, where you're just like, That's all I can do is just make sure my kids are okay. Recognize that by taking care of yourself, you are taking care of them. Your emotional and your physical health is so important. If you're not taking care of yourself during this time and if you're not seeking the specific support you need so that if it is a mental health issue or if it's a mental health challenge, that it's okay to, to to take a pause and say, I need to go and get some professional help. I need to make sure that I'm doing those things that are going to make sure that I'm okay for myself and for my children. And so that has to be priority. And that might need to be priority over doing an a big amazing curriculum it might be that in this season I have to have the children doing something that's a little more simple and that is something that they can do that self-guided for them so that I can prioritize my well-being and taking care of myself or if it's another person in the family that you need to do it the fifth thing and this is so key and I've talked about this in past episodes because I know that it was an area that I struggle with we have to create a support network reach out to other homeschooling families to other homeschooling moms to your friends to support groups if if you have to to your church family look for those places where you can have the support you need shoulder to cry on or even simple things things that we don't like to ask for as homeschool moms for people to bring meals for you for people to babysit your kids even these groups and this support network really can offer you some practical tips even if you can't see. Because sometimes when you're in the midst of the thing, you can't actually see one step ahead, which it's okay if you can't, because that is normal when you're in a challenging season. And they might be able to give you some practical help. They might be able to give you some resources that might um, be able to help you. But most importantly, they can give you some emotional support. But I want you to remember that we have to be careful of the people that we have in our network network because sometimes well-meaning people within our network can say things like we'll just go ahead and put him back in school and understand I am not saying that that is absolutely not what you should do but we don't want to make rash emotional decisions when we have a situation happening like that and so when people within our network love us, sometimes that's the quick solution to them. They just see as, okay, just go ahead and do that. And so we just want to be careful that we have people who are going to be able to see both sides, people that will be able to understand that in conversations before you said, I do not want to put them in school. And so they'll be looking for alternative ways rather than making that the first thing that they tell you, because when you're in that place, When you are extremely challenged, you're extremely emotional, and you look for the people within your network that support and love you, if you're in a weak moment and they say, well, you know, I really think that you should put them in school, even if that's something that you don't want to do, you might be in that place where you say, okay, I guess that's what I'll do. And then now you've got the feelings of that's not what I wanted and the guilt and all of that. So it's not that that's not something that you can do, but You want to make sure that you have people in your circle that are going to give you all the options and not just go to that as the only thing. If you're continuing to homeschool in this time, there are some additional things you can do as well. You simplify your curriculum, as I said before, but also you can incorporate some life lessons. You can use the challenging times as an educational opportunity. So as as hard as it may be, if you are in that place that you can, if you're not in that place, absolutely do not do it. But if you're in that place that you can, you can learn about the sickness. If it's sickness, you can learn about symptoms. You can learn about the challenges. If you're doing a move and a move is a challenging time and a challenging season, you can help your children learn about the place that they're going. And when we were doing the move with our house, we spent time just looking at how our house is built and just kind of trying to make that an exciting time while it was a hard time waiting and coming back to say, okay, what are they on now? And what's the process and just all of that different stuff, learning about the area that we lived in and trying to make it a situation where this thing that was happening to us was a part of everything that we were learning. And you can use that with so many different things. If a challenging time for you, even though it's an amazing wonderful time, having a newborn is can be a stressor. It's it's a new addition to the family, it's a challenge in trying to make sure that you're meeting the needs of the baby while the needs of your children and so that's an adjustment period and so you can even take that time to learn about you know baby and growth and just all of those different things what they need you can talk about milk food how their body's growing just all of that can be used as a time to to teach them but on top of the educational aspects it's life lessons you know not all of the things are appropriate for children but there are many things that they can learn from it if it's a sickness they can learn about that and if it's preventative how to prevent it what to do emotionally um, we can talk about connection as a family there's just so many things we can talk about our faith and how our faith pulls us through and so you can use this as an opportunity to just incorporate those life lessons the second thing is to just be flexible with your scheduling while you're simplifying the curriculum we also want to look at how can we make it work for us. So if you have a situation where like you're taking care of a parent or you've got to be out of the house, homeschooling doesn't have to happen between the hours of eight and three. You can do the things you need to do and then at night spend some time if you're not completely exhausted. You can spend some time reading. You can you know say for our family time together we're going to talk about this in science or social studies. You may you know have a math minute and I say a minute but just at the end of the day where everybody just sits quietly and does their math assignments or you could have journaling. But the most important thing is to remember that You can find a rhythm that works best for your family in that current situation without the guilt. We want to get rid of the guilt that happens when we have a challenging time because life happens and this is life. There is how we say there's homeschooling and we focus a lot on the schooling part, but there's the home part and the home part to me is life. It's everything that is happening outside of the academics and that is a part of what we're pulling our children in to be involved in. The eighth thing we want to do is we talk about the resources we use. One of the easiest things to do is to use an online resource. And that can be in one subject. That can be in all subjects. That can be for a moment some of the the organizations in the schools the online programs you don't have to do it full time you can do some of those things and so you can pull in some of the educational things that are on there they have digital worksheets that you could use they have like I said easy peasy they've got other programs that at least for that time can fill in the gap if you're like well that's not my thing I don't love it remember it's just for a season it's just for that specific piece of time the last two things I think are probably two of the most important things when you are trying to navigate a challenging moment. And that's number one is to maintain open communication with the people in your life. Make sure you're talking to your family. You don't have to tell them everything. If it's if it's your own personal thing that you're going through, you don't necessarily need to tell them that. But you can discuss the changes and the challenges openly to say, this is how we're going to pivot during this time. This is the challenge that's going to happen. If you have a sick parent or a sick child or whomever it is, you can say, well, this is what's happening right now. So this is what I'm going to need from you. And you can also get their input. So we need to figure out how we can do A, B, and C does anybody have any suggestions? They love to rise to that. It's not burdening them to say, I'm trying to navigate and figure out the best way for us to do this. What do you think? If it's a situation where you're not taking their input, obviously, then don't ask for it. But if it's a situation where you're kind of like, I don't know what to do right now. I'm feeling like this is a lot. It's not putting the burden on them. It's getting brainstorming. Like, Let's, as a family, brainstorm some things that we can do during this time. And to be able to let them know things are going to look different right now, um, I'm not. if you know the amount of time, you can tell them. If you don't, I'm not sure, but we might have to pull back from some of our co-ops or we're not going to be doing this curriculum. We're going to switch this for a second because I need us to be able to do this because just having that communication makes it so that everybody's on the same page. If it's something that you're going through, it's like, you know, one of the things that I didn't do in the very beginning as I was going through the diagnosis of um, my autoimmune is that I didn't, I didn't want to say that I was in a lot of pain and that that was affecting my attitude and my mood. And I thought I was doing a good enough job of pretending, if you will, and, and just trying to, you know, do what I needed to do and keep going. But what i recognize is that within those seasons the children were still seeing the outward things and they didn't know what was going on internally. and so i thought that it was after going through that and even like going through miscarriages and them kind of trying to figure out what's going on being able to say like how much do i share with them and i found that once i was able to not share every single thing but at least bring them along the journey it it the compassion that they showed really helped me but I also saw it help them because it just changes the way that they looked at outcomes and then obviously you know I want them to see the beauty in life but I also want them to not grow up thinking that there are no struggles and that there are no trials and also that this is also teaching how do we get through them what do we do I want them to be able to see us pray together and come together as a family and so this is having that open communication allows for that and then finally I want to encourage you that if you're having a situation that is getting to the point that it's severe if it's severe depression if it's severe grief it's important and it's okay to seek some professional help and I mean outside of a coach um, a mental health therapist if you need or or a psychologist, psychiatrist, any of those, that it's okay. Because it's not only beneficial for you, but it's also sets a healthy example. And I think that's the most important piece. It sets a healthy, healthy example for your children because they see that it's okay to get the help that you need. I want to encourage you that One of the things that I think is extremely important as we are thinking about our trials, our tribulations, that A, yes, the Bible does say that in this life we will have struggles, right? We will have those trials. We will have those tribulations. So it's a part of the journey. And I also want us to remember, and I have to remind myself of this often, that God gave us our feelings and our emotions, And so while we are not led by our emotions and we don't let our emotions dictate what we do and how we, how we go through life, it's still important to recognize that we have them. And so as I was thinking about scripture, as we try to process through those things, I think it's important for us to make sure we have scripture front of mind. Joshua 1, 9 was just a perfect example of that. says says, I am strong and courageous, not dismayed, for the Lord my God is with me wherever I go. And there were so many verses, but this one was key because it helps us to remember that he is giving us the strength and the courage, that it, it is a gift from him. And all we have to do is to tap into that strength and that courage when we're facing the challenges. Not that they means that it's gonna be easier, but that he's given us this gift and so we can access the gift by going to him, by leaning in on him. When it talks about us not being dismayed, that it acknowledges for me that this thing that we're going through can feel overwhelming. It can feel frightening. And so I have to remind myself when I'm going through those things that like if I feel afraid that I can choose to not really give in to those feelings I can stand firm on my hope, my faith and my hope, but I can recognize that I'm human and so I have those feelings. I can acknowledge them while not meditating on them and sticking with them. I can say, yes, this is how it feels, but I don't have to be dismayed because he's given me the strength and courage. I can tap into that. The Lord God is with me is such a reminder that God's constant presence is in our life. It can give us assurance that we're never alone. And I think that that is so key for us to remember that no matter what our circumstances, whatever is going on around us, that God is unchanging and that he is our source of unwavering support and guidance. That is the thing that we can go back and say, because he doesn't change, because he stays the same, I can continue to go back to him when everything else around me is kind of going a little haywire. I know that he is there and I can go back to him. When we think about going back to him, wherever I go, no matter where I go, every single part of my life, including this homeschooling journey through the trials, God's presence is steadfast. And it is real and he is here. And so I can continue to lean into him. I continue to ask him to give me the strength and the support I need in the midst of the thing that I am going through. I can remind myself that I do not have to walk in fear because he is going to be with me. I don't have to be dismayed because he's my God. And I know that he strengthens me and he's helping me and that he is upholding me with his righteous right hand. If you are going through a struggle right now, if you're going through a trial, I'm praying for you. Let's just pray. Dear God, I ask that you be with my friend who is listening right now, that you will give her a peace and comfort, that if she is going through a challenging time, that you will remind her that you are God, that you have never left her, you will never forsake her, and that you will be with her in the midst of this. Help her to remember that her well-being and who she is in you is what is most important. And then God, give her wisdom and discernment about how to navigate homeschooling during this journey. Remove any guilt that she has about what she's not able to do or what she should be doing. Remove that, God, and give her peace and give her comfort. Help her family to be there to support her, Father God. Let your Holy Spirit go before her and go with her children, Father God, and help it to be in a space where she is comfortable and that she knows that they are okay. God, I ask that you will just wrap your loving arms around her in comfort that she can't explain. You will give her peace that surpasses understanding. And God, even in the midst of this, you'll give her a spark of joy. Send her reasons to smile. Send her people in her life that will love on her and help her to feel encouraged during this journey. Father, and help her to remember that this is a season and it too shall pass. And that as she is going through this, she will come out on the other side strengthened and closer to you, God. We know that you use everything to draw us closer to you and that you working all things together for our good so we ask you that you use this too father god to draw her closer to you and that you will continue to use her life to be an example and a testimony to others we thank you in your son jesus name we pray amen all right friends. until next time thank you for tuning in i hope that this episode empowered equipped and most of all encouraged you don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because i'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies and you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms you get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child managing your stress and prioritizing your self-care you can also ask questions there you can participate in the fun challenges and of course you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! that's my cue but before i go i want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4 6-7 i pray that you won't be anxious about anything but that in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving you would present your request to god and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling until next time remember to take a moment to catch your breath